0: My days working taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability,
1: send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to.
2: Welcome into the lounge, presented by DraftKings. The Ravens' preseason is starting. We get games now, all right? It's not it's not the real thing, games, but the game. Yes. All right, Saturday, 7 o'clock, M&T Bank Stadium against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Ravens kick off their preseason slate, One, of the first of three games in the preseason. So Garrett and I are here to talk about what we're going to be watching for, players to watch, that sort of thing, preview the game. Yeah, just a couple of notes. Right off the top. If you're not going to be there in the stadium,
1: it's going to be on at 7 o'clock. It's on BAL, WBAL locally here in Baltimore. Also, if you are going to be there, it's our kids' night. So everything is kind of focused on kids. Like, this is an awesome game. If you have children, to bring them to. The first uh, 15,000 fans get a uh, bucket hat, kids' bucket hat for the kids who are sixteen uh and under and then uh we have a whole bunch of fun stuff planned over the course of the game uh to really highlight this opportunity for kids to be there so i just want to mention those two things right off the top so it should be a lot of fun and um in terms of you know from a big picture level
2: you know if you want to start with uh well i I just want to mention real quick one other way that people can watch if they're not at the stadium so if you are uh in market you can also watch the stream on our site and app yes
1: Yep. So yeah, watch it. Stream on our site or an app on WBAL. So lots of ways exactly to stay on top of this preseason. All right, so now action. go ahead. So I think that when you look at the preseason, we got to start with the win streak. The streak. Got to talk about the streak. I yeah. mean, it's the streak of all streaks. It is right? twenty three straight games that the Ravens have won in the preseason. That's the most ever. That's it the NFL back to
2: September third, twenty fifteen. What were you doing, September third, twenty fifteen? You were a wee little baby. I was at the game the Ravens won
1: that. <laughs> I was there when they won. I was there back in that day when they won that streak. You were so a wee little baby well, way back
2: then, Garrett. Do you remember that game? Diaper? Do you remember that game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> I don't remember anything. So, yeah, I mean,
1: I, I think, I, I know the streak is something that fans talk about. Um, John Harbaugh was asked about it this week and the importance of it. And Here's what I think of the streak. Okay, I think that does it matter in terms of predicting the success of the team over the course of the year? No, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Does it matter in terms of the players who yeah, are on you're the field? you the result,
2: the yeah, results of the game. If, right.
1: Yeah, the, the win or loss, the yeah. result of it yeah. doesn't matter yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. in predicting how that season is yeah. going to go. Or, and then for the players who are on the field, though, I think they care. There's pride. You want to play well. You want to put good tape out there to catch on with the Ravens or another team. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is something that has been instilled in this team for a long time. And so I think that it matters to those players. And then lastly, the reason I think that the Ravens have had the, the streak exist, I think that the maybe the biggest reason is that the Ravens are a team that has historically had great depth. They mm-hmm. value their scouting process—they do great. I mean, we just talked, we just did a podcast yesterday about the Ravens signing Broderick Washington to a contract extension, right. fifth round pick. You know, he's played a lot of preseason snaps in those games that the Ravens have mm-hmm. have won. So they have like these late round picks, these undrafted guys. They trust their scouting process, so they have good depth players. That has yep. been a foundation of this team for a long time. Yep. They value special teams. All of that plays into having like players who have, or provide good depth. Who's playing the most in the preseason? Well, it's your back-of-the-roster guys who right. provide that depth. And I, right. the Ravens have, I think, really done a good job from a roster construction standpoint of having that great depth. But I think that's... If I were to say, like, what's the biggest reason why the Ravens have had this streak...
2: That to me is the number one reason. Yeah, I would agree. It's guys like Anthony and Levine popping in my head. You know, didn't he have an interception that he ran back for a touchdown late in <laughs> one game? I can't believe I can't remember if it was like the Rams or the Colts. Okay, and they were marching down the field, looked like they were going to win the game. Oh, it was a two point conversion, mm. and they were going for two, and Levine picked it off. Uh, they were going for two to win the game instead of tie it, right? And Levine picked it off and brought it all the way back for two points the other way, and the Ravens won the game. Mm-hmm. Like it's moments like that, guys like that, that kind of define what the streak has been, you know. And yeah. I, I'll add one more thing to what you were talking about with the importance of the streak. And John Harbaugh references this: is I think it does matter to guys who have been kind of a part of the streak. Like, it yeah. doesn't, doesn't matter like a ton is the, you, are you going to lose sleep over it? No. But like, do you want to see it continue? Yeah. It's just kind of cool. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we got this incredible 23 game winning streak in the preseason. Like I was part of that. It's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. The longer it goes, like, I hope we come out of this preseason undefeated. It's just kind of fun. And we're talking about this again next year. <laughs> and yeah. so, um, and, and I think it's just all of these guys, like, you know, I want to win at ping pong when I play <laughs> against my seven-year-old, uh-huh. right? Like, these guys are more competitive than I am. They want to win at everything that they do. And, you know, when I play shoots and ladders, I want to win, Yeah, you know? And so, like... They just want to win the game. It gets competitive out there, even though it's backups against backups. Like these are guys that played high level college ball going against each other. You know, it's it's competitive. Yeah, and especially when you you incorporate these back end of the roster guys who are fighting for their livelihood, it matters. And so um, I think all those factors combined make it interesting. Well, well, look at some of the guys who
1: have ended up catching on here they have like had some big moments in the preseason. Michael Pierce
2: yeah, have like sure. a. This, the fumble. Yeah. He rocked a dude around the goal line, fumbled, and he recovered it for a touchdown.
1: Yeah. So it's That's like... That in matter- part,
2: what made him stick, make, make the team. Yeah. That's- so then he, then he sticks. Then
1: he ends up having a good career. Gets a big
2: contract in Minnesota.
1: Yeah. Now he's back here. It's like, oh, so does it matter? Well, it mattered matter to Michael Pierce. Yeah. And like, sure. and there's other examples like that. Pat Ricard is somebody who like had some big moments in preseason games. He's playing both sides. He's playing more defense mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But like, I just think that there's there's guys who've had some of those moments, and it, it matters. So mm-hmm. um, now,
2: with all that said, I don't think the Ravens are going to play their stars a whole lot. Well, that's a, that's the next subject, right? So like, John Harbaugh, yeah, the, the whole mentality on how much you play the starters, I think, changed with J.K. Dobbins' injury uh, before the 2021 season, and so they just don't, they just don't do it. Well, they they really, I'm uh, like, I started here
1: in 2011 and at that point the mentality was kind of like the first game they get a series, the second game the starters probably play, you know, a quarter, the third game they play a half, you know, like that's not the case anymore. Right. And like gradually it had kind of decreased and then like with, when that happened, I think it basically went almost to nil.
2: Exactly. That was kind of the final, the final straw. Yeah. And so, you know, John Harbaugh doesn't give us a list of who's playing and for how long and who's not playing. Right. So, but I think that it's obvious that there will be a lot of starters, especially frontline starters that do not play.
1: Yeah. And, and that's honestly the way that the NFL has gone, you know, in, uh, you know, in a, in a big way. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is—it's about like the guys who are competing for back end jobs and a couple of starting jobs. So you want to get into some of the players who
2: that we're yeah, so, looking closely at, right? So again, we can't say for sure that these guys are going to be playing or they're not. Um, we're making some guesses here. Yeah. The guy who I I think have my eye on most closely is cornerback Jalen Armour Davis. Yeah. And so here's a young player that did not play a lot as a rookie. He could use the game reps, and he's contending for a starting job right now it's really he's a key piece of this defense as it stands now you know he's competing with Rocky scene Brandon Stevens some other guys to be the number two which is obviously a very important role so Jalen Armour Davis how he matches up against these Eagles wide receivers again I don't anticipate that we're probably going to see much AJ Brown if at all Uh, Devonta 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 Smith Smith. I don't think we're going to be seeing much of him but whoever he's matched up against that'll be one to watch
1: Now, I think it's worth mentioning here, Jalen Armour-Davis did not practice on Thursday, so we don't know if that's something that's going to linger or prevent him from playing in the game, but he didn't practice on Thursday, so all of this is with the caveat uh, that we hope that he's able to play in the preseason game, but again, didn't practice on Thursday, so we'll see if he's available. Like, this is a player who we hardly saw as a rookie, Yep, gets hurt last year, basically doesn't play much at all, and now he can end up being a starter going into week one. Mm -hmm. Now that's still very much up in the air and the Ravens have said they don't, that, that Rocky Sien's injury is not a serious one and they expect him to be back soon. But when exactly that happens and how quickly he can feel like he's fully back up to speed, we're going to have to see, but, but Mike McDonald said last week, like this is a, that's a competition there. And so how does Jalen Arbor Davis hold up in a game atmosphere? And I think that like with, with Jalen, something that you've pointed out and John Harbaugh said it too, like, He's in position a lot
2: of times. See, this is what I keep telling you. Well, I know. This is and what I keep telling you. And was it John Harbaugh who said it? I said it before John said it. I'm not saying he did. I recognized it before John. No, it wasn't John. It was, um, it was, uh, uh, Denara Wilson. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. There was, I know this was said at podium. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: but he he. So I think he I think that his training camp has been up and down. Like he's given up some plays. Yep. But he's also been in position on a lot of them. Uh, he's you know he's had some pass deflections as well. So he's had up and down moments of training camp. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity now. You get into a game atmosphere, which we again we just have not seen him in very much, and so he. Is where my eyes will be, in in a big way. I think part of the question also, like with all of these guys, like it's interesting with Jalen Armor Davis. You want to see how he does in a game atmosphere, Mm -hmm. but going back to what we just talked about with the starters, like he might be a starter. So like the coaches have to kind of determine, like I want to see this guy in this environment, but also we need to protect him. We need to protect him. He could end up being a week one starter. So how do you balance those snaps and those reps? Yep. Uh,
2: Number two person, I'm going to be watching a lot. Sala, yeah right I mean here's another guy that could be a starter young player they're going to want to get him some game reps uh it's going to be a a big moment for him to say all right this is not just full pads this game we're they're going all out on the other side how well do you hold up uh you know he's competing with John Simpson right now for that starting left guard job John Simpson You've got more tape, NFL tape. He was a full-time starter for a whole year. I really want to see Salah and how he performs in his first NFL game. I would think that both those guys end up playing. I think John Simpson will also play too,
1: but I'm more interested in watching Salah. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy, six-round pick, and so we've said it a million times. It would be pretty, pretty remarkable rise for him if he ends up going from a six-round pick that ends up being your week one starter or mm-hmm. starting at really any point this season like that is a pretty rapid rise yep. for him if he's able to pull that off and if he is able to do that it's going to be because he looks really good in preseason i i, I agree those are the we're, we're, looks like we're operating off the same play sheet here because those are the <laughs> top two guys on my list Th- that left guard competition like it's still wide open yep. solid took the reps with the first team during the first week john simpson's taking the reps of the first team during the second week the reason they're doing that is they want to basically just put them put these guys with the unit and give them an, an extended period of time, an extended look with that entire group. Yep. And now now in the preseason games it won't be the full group. Like I don't think Ronnie Stanley's going to be out there, so you're not going to get to see the full group. Yeah. But you will get to see how Sala and Simpson hold up in a game atmosphere, and I'm with you. I think it'll be I'll be curious
2: to see how the rookie does. There's some other young cornerbacks. I mean, cornerback, the depth really is what is still being kind of is shaking out. And so some other young corners, I think Caillou Kelly, the rookie, uh, rookie draft pick, uh, uh, somebody that I want to watch. Corey Mayfield Jr., undrafted rookie. I want to see him play. Uh, Pepe Williams. You know, here's another second year player, just like Jalen Armour Davis, who's back on the field now. You know, how how does he play? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I, those are three other corners. Brandon Stevens, to a degree, but we've seen Brandon Stevens play in a fair amount of NFL games. Um, but he's in that, that competition for the number two spot. Yeah,
1: I think it's like what, or the preseason, what really intrigues me is like the unknown. Mm-hmm. And so that's where Asala comes into play. That's Jalen Armour-Davis, Exactly. even Pepe to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. We did see him in the preseason last year. Caillou. We saw him in some Caillou Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a, really all the rookies. Like you start looking at the rookies and like that is where your my mind and my attention really
2: goes. Tavius Robinson. Tavius Robinson's is a great one. I mean, here's a guy who's been balling out in training camp practices. I've been really impressed with what I've seen now. First taste of game action in the NFL. How does he hand? How does he look? And, and really, you know, part of the preseason games is going to determine, all right, how big a slice of the pie does this guy get? You know, how many, how many defensive snaps do we uh, give Tavius? How much can we rely on him? Some of these preseason games are going to play a factor in that. What is your impression of Tavius in terms of what his role could be this year? Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be kind of a rotational piece. The, the question is, at rush linebacker, you know, when you just look at it on paper and you look at the, the depth chart, the first depth chart that the Ravens put out, right? They've got a lot of depth at rush linebacker. Yeah. I mean, you've got Odafe, who is going to play a lot of snaps this year. David Ajabo right now is listed as the rush linebacker behind Owe. Right. But he's acting, you know, he's acting as the Sam on the other side right now because Tyus Bowser's out. They don't really have much at Sam, but can he play that? Is he a guy that drops into coverage? That's not what he's known for. You know, he's an athletic freak, um, but like that would be that's newer to him and his. Fo- everything's new to him in his football career. He's played sixteen games, um, and then Tavius is also listed as a rush linebacker. So it's like. You know, can any of which of those guys can play Sam on the other side? How well, do you get them all, the field? Them. They they them all? They put them on one side, yeah, just all one side, three stack three <laughs> deep. You know, it's like a stack formation at wide receiver. <laughs> I'm interested, I'm down. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what kind of situations because he's kind of a rugged, like physical run defender, he is right. And you know, whereas you look at Ojabo and, and Owe as like, all right, pure pass rushers, like that, those are the guys I want on there. Um, So I, I, I don't know. Long answer is, um,
1: we may have a better sense of it after Saturday night. I think also Tavius, like this is an opportunity to see like, how does speaking of like being a rugged run defender, how do you set the edge? Like, Mm -hmm. that's what the type of things that like coaches look at, like, okay, you can, you can flash at times in training camp, you can get into the backfield, but how do you set the edge when they're running at you and you got tackles coming downhill?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, Moving on to another person that I'm interested to see. Ben Mason. How about that? Fullback. I know that Pat Ricard's back on the field. Uh, So, you know, Ben Mason's path to the 53 is a little trickier now. As we talked about, you know, Pat Ricard's also working on O-line. And is there enough where Ben Mason can find his way on this 53? Preseason might play a part in that. And how many can he be a factor in the passing game you know uh, he's been pretty good in practices he's a guy that we haven't seen a lot of in games he's going to get an opportunity like yeah here's Ben Mason shot and to the earlier point of if you don't make it here you what do you put on tape for other teams it's a big opportunity for him in that way well he has he experienced that he went went to New England he went to New England on their practice squad and then ultimately
1: ended up back here but yeah they uh, he is somebody that will probably get a fair amount of work in the Mm -hmm. preseason and um the passing game, like, how much is he going to be involved in the passing game?
2: I mean, you got to... In Todd Munkin's offense, let's just say, he's wants to throw to wide receivers. <laughs> We've talked about playmakers in space. Exactly. I'm <laughs> not sure that you put Ben Mason in the playmakers in space category. Right, right. <laughs> but, like, he has caught a lot of balls in Todd Munkin's offense in practice, at least. You know, yeah. so, like, as an ancillary weapon, I you know, he can offer maybe more than Pat as a receiver if you're talking fullback, but... The fullback's there to set the physicality.
1: Well, just on Pat, we really haven't spent too much time talking about him since he came back to practice. You know, he was sidelined throughout the entire offseason, had hip surgery. You know, takes a couple weeks in training camp to get back on the field. And then he gets back on the field, and he's working with the the O-line. Now, also going to do the fullback work, but, like, is he a guard? Is he an extra offensive lineman? Mm -hmm. How do the Ravens end up using Pat Assuming I, he's on this 53-man roster, I, I think, think like, that's a great unknown.
2: Pat's role uh, is, is going to be fewer snaps. He played a career high. I think it was like 40-some percent of the offensive snaps last year. It's going to be less this year. Yeah. A way that he can make up some of that lost value is to do more things. Part of that could be being an emergency, like a backup backup guard, mm-hmm. right? If he can prove that he can be a backup backup guard, that, could allow the Ravens some more roster flexibility, including on game days. Uh, I expect that much of his role though is going to be similar to what he's previously done with more emphasis on the inline blocking at the end of the line, like what Nick Boyle did what Josh Oliver did and what Pat Ricard has done. He's done a fair amount yeah. of that the past couple of years. I expect that that will be the majority of what his role is with some of the still the same traditional fullback stuff that he's done previously. It's not like the run game is a, uh, Entirely different run game than what Greg Rimmer ran. There's certainly similar concepts to that, but it'll just be less of that.
1: Yeah, it's like is he? He's basically a fullback slash tight end slash offensive lineman.
2: Project Pat.
1: Yeah, slash defense lineman.
2: <laughs> I don't want to leave <laughs> off defense. I don't line. know if that's still part of the rotation, but emergency,
1: yeah. emergency, emergency, emergency. Yes, yeah. If they need it. Um, one last guy that I'll mention. On um, in the trenches that I'll be watching before we uh, take a quick break is Ben Cleveland. Yep. So former third round pick, you know, he has not really factored into the equation at the left guard competition here. I think coming into this offseason season and training camp, it was kind of like, all right, Ben Cleveland is going to have an opportunity here. Then they draft Sala. They got John Simpson at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. They still have McCarry. but like Ben Cleveland's not really been in that mix yep. so far. Um, he can work it, and I'll be also interested to see where the Ravens play him. They could play him at guard, and they could play him at tackle. He's done both. Mm-hmm. So, do they play yep. him at guard and tackle? Do they play I, him. Left I guard? imagine or do they he's going to get a lot right? of reps. I, he Ben Cleveland might play the, the majority of the game. <laughs> I mean, he he honestly might play the majority of the game. He might yeah. play some at guard. He, he might, might be, play half at guard and then kick
2: out the tackle for half the game. And which guard spot does he play? Right guard or left guard? Both? Probably right. Probably, I would imagine that Sala and John Simpson will probably split much of the game at left. Yeah, that's probably the case. So Ben probably plays it right, and then probably get some reps at right tackle. So, yep. you know, this is a guy. Fala again, Lele, though, they're going to want to. That's see, true. He's going to want to get some reps too. We should add Fala Lele to this. Fala list Lele is a good one for the list. I yeah. mean, here's a developmental offensive lineman.
1: Yeah. So with Ben, like he's competing for a spot on the team right now. And uh, when when Joe D, the offensive line coach, talked recently, he was asked like, what does Cleveland need to do in order to get more action and basically said, you know, consistency, you know, we're looking for more consistency. So this will be a way for him to show that. And what does he is, you know, he, the, the offense, when you start really going through the offensive line and looking at the numbers, it gets tight quickly. We oh haven't yeah. done our full 53-man roster prediction. You're teeing it up right now. We, we haven't done it yet. We are going to do the full 53. Also, make sure you play our You Pick the Team contest. That's always a good time to remind fans to play the You Pick the Team contest because uh, that's a fun way to make your guesses as who makes this 53-man roster. That's up now on our website, pick slash team. But Cleveland's right on that bubble. Yeah. And I think that his status on this team will probably be determined by how he does in the preseason. All right, I have a few
2: more names. All but right, let's get a, a break. Let's take a quick break.
1: We're coming to you from the Seat Geek Studio here as we preview the preseason opener against the Eagles. Also, we want our listeners to know that DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the Ravens, and it has a limited time offer that you don't want to miss. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code FLOCK.
3: Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway Go to Blinds.com
0: for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: If you're a new customer, you get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's only a DraftKings sportsbook with the promo code. You got to use the promo code here, Mink clock. Thank you. Please play responsibly for help. Visit org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. You gotta be 21 or older and physically present in Maryland to play. Alright. you for educating
2: you me on uh, what a promo code is. Yes.
1: Uh, you, you would be one of those guys. It's not working. <laughs> I don't understand how this... Uh, <laughs> yeah. How do I get in? I want my thousand dollars.
2: You know I want that thousand dollars. So another player I think that's interesting, you know, the defensive line, like the Ravens don't have a ton of depth there, and somebody's gotta play. Yeah. And I don't think it's gonna be Michael Pierce. I I I, I mean, Broderick Washington just signed a three year extension. I don't know how much playing time he's gonna get out there. Justin Matabike, I don't think that's gonna be much. So you're you're down on bodies. Travis Jones. I mm-hmm. mean, here's a guy who uh, third round pick from last year who definitely flashed as a rookie, big, powerful man. It's gonna take a bigger have a bigger role this year. I think he could get some snaps in the preseason before the undrafted guys kind of come in and, you know, uh, Angelo Blackson, a veteran, could get some snaps, certainly. Uh, but I, I think somebody to watch will be Travis. Travis is interesting. He got hurt in the preseason last year. Yeah, I know, exactly, which and, is... Yeah, it, which is what you expect you don't sweat want. a little bit. Yeah, you don't want, because he actually is going to
1: be a pretty important piece of this defensive line this year. I mean, you need a, you need a healthy rotation there. Guys get banged up, and miss time, yep. and we saw it last year with Michael Pierce. You know when Calais is here, he missed games over the course of his career. You just got it's a when you're when you got that position down there in the trenches, you got guys falling into yep. each other. Like players miss some games, so you need a good rotation. So I liked what I've seen from Travis Jones. I mean, this is a guy who's a big, powerful man, yep. uh, in the defensive line. And I think he's it's it's interesting. You say you want to see what
2: he what He does, I think it'll be a limited dose. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna play a half, yeah, if or even close to it. But, eventually. but, but he's, but I think they need some, they need you need bodies, you need and bodies. He's somebody
1: that you do want to continue to develop. It's not like he got a ton of action last right, year, yeah. still relatively. He's on, he's on the border,
2: he's on the brink. Of, yes, do you, how much do you play this guy? Do you not play this guy at all? He's, he's a debate. Yeah, speaking of debates, let's go to wide receiver. We haven't talked about wide receiver yet.
1: This is the longest stretch we've had to open a podcast without this summer ever, without mentioning wide receiver, exactly. Zay Flowers. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an interesting one. Um, you know, I I love what I've seen from him in training camp. He's going to be a
2: very big part of this offense. He's going to be a
1: huge piece of this offense. Rashad Bateman, of course, came back to practice this week, which is great news. Glad to have him back. Um, but... I do not think that Zay Flowers is going to go out there and play a half. Maybe he gets a little bit of action if you just want I to think say.
2: It's very possible that he doesn't play at all. It's possible. It's possible. But I think the Ravens may say, here's a rookie. Let's give him a little bit of work. Mar- just- Marquise Brown played as a rookie. And you might remember he was returning punts and he got destroyed. <laughs> the punt returning
1: uh That ended real fast. That was the end of his punt return career. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I could see them giving him a little bit of action, um, not a ton, but a couple of series mm-hmm. just to kind of get mm-hmm. used to NFL
2: speed and game reps. And selfishly, I'd love to see it. Yeah, I also don't want to see that guy get hurt at all. Yeah, of course. So that that's another when we talk about on the on the brink. That's another debate, a yeah, tough one. I,
1: I think that like that's one of the challenging things for these coaches to determine. Like you want to protect these guys, um, but at the same time, like you want to you want player valuation and mm-hmm. you want.
2: You want to assess all of that. And so well, and you you just it's not just beyond that. I mean, you don't really need player evaluation for Zay Flowers. No. It's more getting his feet wet to what it feels like to be in an NFL game. Mm-hmm. Just you just check that box of like, all right, I've done that so that you don't go out there week one against the Texans and you're like, Oh my this is totally new. Yeah. That's more, I think, the, yeah, the yeah. thought process. And and
1: what what is the value of that? That's what they have to determine. Like, yeah. what is the value, What's of, the basically value of checking of getting that your of wet?
2: Exactly. I don't know exactly what that is. And what is that versus the risk? I think yep. that all of that factors into tough the equation. Be. The wide receiver, though, I mean, beyond that, the Ravens do have a competition for their sixth wide receiver as it stands right now when you look at it. We all know Odell, Bateman, Zay, Nelson, Duv. The top five, I think, are pretty, pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, they're pretty locked in. Uh, but who, you know, do they keep six? And if so, who is that sixth? This will be an important game for some guys that we've seen play, but... They're competing. You know, this comes down to that competition that we've talked about before. James Franchet, Tylen Wallace, uh, Laquan Treadwell. Some of those guys, you know... Shamar Bridges Shemar was a guy. You know, last year, Black. Yeah, Shamar
1: was the one that everyone was talking about in the yeah, preseason last year. A totally. big
2: game to open the preseason. Totally. He's going to have an opportunity again. Yeah, and, and even when you're talking about practice squad... Spots. You know, some of these guys, you're fighting for a spot on the practice squad. You you want a 53 man spot, but if you don't get that, you want the practice squad because then you're, your foot's in the door in the NFL. Yeah. And so, you know, some of those got undrafted rookies like a Sean Ryan, like a, a you know, Dante Demas from Maryland, those guys, that's on their mind too. Yeah, you know, if I'm if I'm not going to make the fifty three, I need to make a good enough impression maybe to land someone else's fifty three or land on the Ravens practice squad or somewhere. Well, like look at Shamar Bridges. So Bridges last year has Lit two up the touchdowns in yeah.
1: the preseason game, lights it up, ends up not getting hurt, and mm-hmm. it gets released. But he ends up back here, and right. it's like on the practice squad. How much? did that preseason game factor into the decision to bring him back? Yep. Probably to some degree. I mean, they look at him like physical sure. guy, big body guy, made sure. plays in the preseason. Like, let's bring him back. Right. Had he not made plays in the preseason, he might not be here right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. So uh, I got two more names, two more names. Are right. You about ready to wrap up? Or no, can no, no, do, no, no. Can I, I got more names, but I, I feel like we've, we've maybe, we've maybe hit half the roster.
1: We have hit a half. The, <laughs> I feel like we've maybe <laughs> overlooked a position battle that mm. could be significant. Oh, Oh, do tell. um, Well, the the, the competition and the backup quarterback spot between Josh Johnson and Tyler Huntley. uh,
2: Yeah, yeah, I I would agree. I mean, those are the guys we're going to see. And so, like, I just, I don't know how much much of Snoop we'll we'll see. Yeah. Do
1: you think, because I, what is your take on the role of the preseason in assessing this competition
2: between those guys? Um, Right now, I, I I think that that was more of a competition at the start of training camp than it ha- is right now. You think Snoop's the guy? I think he's separated himself in that competition. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that one isn't as alluring to me as it maybe used to be. Well, look, I I think that my feeling right now is that
1: Tyler Huntley is going to be the number two quarterback on this team. Mm-hmm. I've I've really felt that way the entire time mm-hmm. i I've, I've felt like this is a guy who's played a lot of football he's played in big moments he's played really well mm-hmm. for the most part um of course had some mishaps but like overall i've been really impressed with what he's done when thrust into tough situations after lamar jackson's been hurt um but you know josh johnson's here and they've said that this is a competition and they're you know, the Ravens are looking at both these guys and Anthony Brown in that mix as well. I just, the, the question for me is how much the preseason, how much you glean from the preseason at the quarterback spot versus the practices, which is kind of an interesting thing, like we've just seen a lot of Tyler Huntley on, mm-hmm. in in game action. Like he's played a lot over the course of the past two years. Yeah, what are you learning in the preseason that you don't already know? Right, I think I mean, with Josh, it's his
2: chance to operate. He's operating in new offense, so he gets so that little, you get a chance to see how he works in Monken's exactly. system. That's what you get to get some game reps in Munken's system. It's which, a new system. That's the biggest. Yeah, which like even even just the operation of the system is mm-hmm. different, and the communication and all that stuff. So. Uh, I do think there's some value for that, especially at the quarterback position. Yeah. And and with Josh Johnson, I mean... You, don't want, you don't want Snoop having to go into emergency duty in the regular season, and he's never really operated the system in a game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And with Josh Johnson, I mean, this is a guy who's been on a bunch of different teams over the course of his career, so he can transition from, from system to system pretty well. But I think that with him, veteran player, you just want to get a sense of... Same thing with Snoop. Um, well, but I,
2: I think it's more for Anthony Brown, really. It's I mean. Like, it's it's the most for him now. How many, how much action he gets, I don't know. But th- I think it's this, this game is most important for, for of all the quarterbacks for Anthony Brown because you think this is a way to see if he makes it onto the practice squad. Yeah, practice squad or some other team or whatever. It's important for him to play he gets, well. So
1: yeah, when, when you're a, when you're a quarterback and you don't get much action at all, yeah. and you get some preseason snaps like this Huge. is your time to put yourself on display. Yep. So that's that's the take
2: on the quarterback. What was the other position you want to look at? Running backs. We've hit every other position. Yeah, running back very quickly. Um, I, I think that that's an important one right now for Keaton Mitchell, the undrafted rookie. You know, he's we've seen his speed at practice. Um, he, we've seen him get lit up. Uh, he got a welcome to the NFL <laughs> moment uh, on the physicality Wednesday's,
1: ramped up Wednesday's in practice on Wednesday. Keaton
2: Mitchell took the bore the brunt of Wednesday's practice got a couple from Roquan and Patrick Queen planted them Uh, so welcome to the NFL that's what hitting looks like yeah and I think he's going to get more taste of what that feels like in this preseason game so that'll be somebody I'm watching and then just on that practice yeah you know
1: basically it was it was the most physical practice of camp like there were some full live periods that guys would tackle to the ground and Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith were leading the charge there. Those two guys... Dogs. I mean, those two guys oh, were working, yeah. oh, great all summer, but you're like, is
2: this a playoff game here? Yeah. I mean, this feels right. like it was intense for those two guys. Well, On one, Roquan did like the kick, like the kick motion after tackle, like the get out of here, get the <laughs> hell out of here kind of kick. I was like, oh my God. He thinks he's playing the Bengals right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And I said to Roquan, It was week 17 or week, well, week 17, Roquan. I yeah. was like, oh man.
1: I did say to him, walk off the field. I was like, man, you were killing people out there. He's like, I'm just warming up the pads a little bit, just warming them up.
2: I can't wait to see what they're. What they look like when they're full go. Yeah, seriously, that yeah. was that was a sight. Uh, those two are going to be so good this year. It's going to be really fun to watch. Uh, tight end, oh, Ooh, yeah, good Charlie one. Kohler. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Kohler. Yes. Yeah, I mean, another year two guy who did not get a lot of snaps yeah. last year. It's a, good it's, a, one. it's a big game for him.
1: Yeah, and I think, of course, the receiving... Piece. I mean, that's just fun to watch, but like, I think the coaches, you know, me, I'm looking at the tape. I'm looking, You're at, not looking, I'm at, looking at the tape. trenches. You're so full of garbage. I'm looking at the tape, the guys in the trenches, the blocking. That's really where <laughs> games won, lost. But the, the blocking role is actually kind of important for Charlie Kohler because that, that opportunity is there. We talked about Ricard being yep. that inline blocker as a tight end. Josh Oliver did a lot of that last year. He's not here anymore. And so Kohler, Kohler bulked up a little bit this mm-hmm. offseason, added weight to try to add that element to his game. How does he hold up? Yep. No blocking guys coming off the edge. I think that'll be something that the true football people like myself. Why are you pointing at me? The true football. You, you, just want, you just want big you give plays. Me, are you giving me the big point right now? You just you want get- big plays down the field. I'll be watching the inline tight end blocking. No, you will not. That's what I'll be keeping a very close eye on. <laughs> anyway, that's all. You have anybody else? No, that's it. But just a reminder. Game, 7 o'clock. Yep. Embassy Bank Stadium. You can watch it on WBAL. Also, if you're in market, you can watch it on our app. Um. And uh, and then if,
2: and then if you're there, kids' night, it's gonna be a great time. If yep. you're in the house, if you have if you haven't done so, just do a little more promo. If you haven't gone back and watched the Wired episode, you need to do that. Debuted Wednesday night, eight o'clock on YouTube. Uh, it, it's it's really good. Um, just so. Unique insider access both off the field and on it Mm -hmm. and uh, you really get to know the players better and and the mentality of this year's team as as it goes in the training camp. I mean, it's pretty everybody kind of there's this collective feeling that we have a chance this year. We have a chance a real chance. Yeah. And uh, it was just neat to kind of see the mentality. I like the, the portion where they broke the huddle and everybody had to say I love you to <laughs> everybody else. Did you yeah. see I tweeted it. I said I love you, Garrett. Did you? I actually didn't see that. I tweeted you. I said I love you, Garrett. I have you blocked. Even though you still suck at drafts. I, blo- I blocked you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I missed that. You didn't that. say I love you back.
1: I, hell, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that until you just said that right now. Well, you better reply. Uh, I'll, think right, I'm waiting. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. As a one more side note on Wired, someone who really impressed me, Anthony Weaver, like he was featured pretty oh, yeah, heavily both on and off the deep. field. Um, I mean, that guy has head coach yeah. characteristics for sure. Uh, he's a great coach here, but I think that like before long, he's going to be head coach in this he was league. In
2: DC already previously with the Texans. Yeah, I think that
1: I think that people watching that episode of Wired will see like, oh man, this guy has he has kind of an it factor that would be really attractive as a head coach it would not surprise me if that happens before long yeah
2: for sure so go back and watch that and hopefully we see you at the bank Yeah, seven o'clock against the philadelphia eagles i can't wait thanks for listening and we'll be back with you to break down the game yep. the morning after you better, better tune in for that we'll have the full breakdown thanks for listening